atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kirk Crosby, live on your radio, breaking it down like nobody's business. This is the news the networks refuse to use. Hour two of two. This is Friday, October the 18th, in the year of our Lord, 2019. Hard-hitting talk at your fingertips, libertyroundtable.com. It's live, it's on demand, it's everywhere, if you care to care. Uh, by the way, this is a freedom-loving, fantastic, we're taking America back, one heart, one mind, one issue at a time, Friday. Our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country. Got it? We reject revolution, stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. We're on fire for hard-hitting talk. And uh, Kurt Cosby's with me, ladies and gentlemen. Kurt? All right, Kurt's missing an action. Sheriff Mack, welcome to the broadcast, sir. Hey, I'm here. Beautiful. I'm glad you're here. Otherwise, I'd be stuck all alone, stood up by two people, not just one. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Brevna's in the news, ladies and gentlemen. Do you know who that is, Sheriff? Mike Bre- Brevna. Brevna? Yeah. No, I'm afraid of All right, well, Mike Brevna's a floor manager over there at CNN. And he's complaining about how much the network has changed over the last 13 years since he started. And, um, well, he said, when I got this job 13 years ago, CNN was nothing like this. Now they've sold themselves to the devil. It's so sad. It's so sad. Oh, I did hear It was on video from our buddy James O'Keefe over there at Veritas, sir. Yeah, I did hear about that this week, yeah. All right. And then it gets worse. Because I guess another undercover video, a CNN supervisor says, hopefully Donald dies soon. Oh, my gosh. What and it gets worse. You ready? Secret Service better get on it. Amen to that. But they're not. They don't care. It's only you and me they care about. We're the, we're the domestic threat. That, you know, CNN, they're all good, protected, special class. Now, Project Veritas releases even more audio this time. CNN President Jeff Zucker saying on his daily call to employees, let's just stay Hardcore focused on impeachment. Let's just stay focused on impeachment, he says. However, at the same time, Nancy Pelosi is saying the following. There won't be a formal vote launching impeachment. There won't be a formal vote launching impeachment. So uh, Nancy's saying we're not going to use the system that our founding fathers gave us, the supreme law of our land, the Constitution, in an effort to really go forward with impeachment. We're not going to use that system. But we know we want to impeach the Donald, so we're going to use Zucker and CNN to push that narrative so in the court of public opinion, we can just hound the president to the point where the citizenry turns against the Donald. It happened back in the Nixon days. Uh, but now they're trying it again. I think that the, uh, the guard has changed. New technology, new media taking center stage. Donald's a little bit too uh, scrappy and savvy. I don't think it'll happen this time, but that's their intent, sir. It's as blatant as it gets. Sam, you obviously have not been paying attention, and I'm sorry you I'm the one yeah, to you call go. you on the carpet, <laughs> but you didn't hear the many times that Nancy Pelosi said that they were doing this to defend our Constitution? Oh, I heard that, but she doesn't want to use the Constitution as the way to go about it, sir. Oh, my gosh. You and she doesn't want to use the Constitution so for the way to go about it because she flat out doesn't have the votes and she knows it. And they don't have articles of impeachment that hold water. 
Okay, yeah. so she knows full well it's a non-starter. Um, yeah. So dishonesty at the height, and they've been exposed. Uh, and in my opinion, if CNN continues to push the narrative hoax, knowing full well that Nancy has no intention of going forward because they don't have the, quote, goods, then CNN literally crosses the line into fraudulent territory that starts to become uh, literally um, insurrection-esque, creating insurrections in the republic, uh-huh. sir. If it wasn't for one thing, Sam, tell me, tell me why CNN has survived. Because the liberals put their money where their mouth is. That's why. Exactly, and the owner does too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they, keep fun- they keep CNN funded because otherwise they would be they would be totally gone because their viewership is dismal at best. And, and well, there you go. Pelosi has got to be the biggest liar. Uh, but, you know, you could say that about everybody in Washington, D.C. I mean, it is just a, a biggest farce. And every time we bring up Washington, D.C., Sam, it is just another uh, ring in the circus. It, Amen to that. But just so you know, the new media is taking center stage and the mainstream old guard gatekeeping thugs are going away. Um, there's a headline that says USA Today phasing out its print edition. Yes, sir. It might take a year or two to get that done. But, you know, hey, the bottom line is advertisers are reading, uh, realizing all the readers they claim they have, half of them are not readers at all. They distribute the papers to, like, hotels and everywhere, and they call those guys readers. But all you do is trample it on your door going out of the hotel there and whatever. And so all I'm telling you is that people are calling the con game uh, a halt on the con game and saying, you know what? USA Today acts like they're big stuff, but they're not. They don't even, their readership's just down, down, down. That plus it being so expensive and advertisers not willing to come to the table. They got to call it quits on that there. Um, what do you call that paper edition, Kurt? Or that, you know, print edition, they call it? A waste of money. Oh, Kurt's back. <laughs> I tried to go to you, Kurt, and you were MIA, sir. Well, we got two new batches of bunnies. I, thought, I don't Sam want to hear about I bunnies. I thought the IRS hauled him off or something. Making sure. Well, not yet. So bunnies uh, take but, precedence over the broadcast. Are you kidding me right now? No, I Some knew say that we've gone Mac would be here. Uh, well, what if he just bailed like and, you did and went after the cats? Well, I knew you knew how to talk, too. And I'd be distracted and, uh, by the squirrels and would just be DOA and no. And I don't cat. have a... A clock out there by the bunnies. Hey, by the way, that's but why I you do have stay where the two new sets of them. Hey, yeah. just so you know, um, Sheriff, Venezuela lawmaker dares Bernie Sanders to try socialism without his bodyguards. Well, that's a different uh, spin. Well, I think it's a good idea. I challenge all the politicians try out there. Socialism without your bodyguards. Yeah, try socialism without your bodyguards, buddy. Well, tell him to try socialism without all the money he has in the bank. Well, that too. That's a good point. He'd be spreading that out to all the poor people. No bodyguards, no money in the bank. Man, poor Bernie, he'd just be, uh, I mean, you think he had a heart attack the other day? That'll give him another one, Sheriff. Well, uh, yeah. I don't want that. I pray that doesn't happen. And he's raising uh, more money than uh, just about any of the other candidates. So tell him to spread that out to the poor people instead of spending it on stupid campaigns. Yeah, good point on that. All right, so I want to move to a study that or a story that a listener uh, emailed us about and said they wanted to hear my commentary on it, Sheriff, but I want to get your commentary, too. So it's going to be me, you, and Kurt in the roundtable. If Kurt doesn't go chasing rabbits and stuff like that, I might pull a rabbit. i got to go check on the chickens. For real? <laughs> no. All right, then. We'll, oh, okay, then we will go to you. I don't want to keep going to Kurt when he's not there. Kurt needs to pass me. Well, I think it's kind of fun, don't you think? No, so? I look like an idiot. 
Well, yeah, but it, it kind of adds flavor to the program. Yeah, Kurt likes me to look like an idiot. I get it now. All right, I'm with you. All right, so here's the story. And a listener brought this to our attention, and good on him for it. China arrests two Americans. Alyssa Peterson and Jacob Harlan are their names. On charges of organizing what China calls illegal border crossings. A Chinese government spokesman claims. Now, the families say bogus charges. This isn't true at all. So here's the deal. Two Americans got detained in China. And um, China confirms the detention of the two U.S. English teachers. Okay? They say China detains these citizens amid increasing tensions between the U.S. and the communist nation. Now, they say uh, China has a growing scrutiny of foreigners. Now, here's the deal. These guys owned an Idaho-based English language teaching company over there in China. So what they do is they go over to China and teach English and stuff. Now, this Mr. Harlan, he's a father of five. He's the owner of what's called China Horizons, a company that he founded in 2004 that arranges for Americans to go teach in China. Now, Miss Peterson has been living in China for quite a while and working with him on this. She's high level in his company. And now the Chinese are saying, hey, man, these guys are criminals. They're literally organizing illegal border crossings. And so it's a big old to-do, and these poor guys are over in China right now, stuck, arrested, detained, whatever word you want to use, in jail. You know, we want to deal with innocence in prison here. Families say it's bogus. The families are putting together GoFundMe campaigns to try to raise enough money to legally, you know, put pressure on China to get them out. And so the listener says, hey, that's the general details. Um, you know, hey, what's the breakdown? What do you think about this? Let's start with uh, Sheriff Mack, then we'll go to Curtin. I'll go last. How's that? Well, Sam, it's, uh, it seems to me that the first thing that they would have been arrested for is that they were supporting the insurgents there. But they want, they're, they're doing this because they're helping people cross the border? Well, that's the claim. I don't even know if that part's true. They claim it's not true at all. They're just there to teach well, English. Of course, but if, if that be the case, why isn't Nancy Pelosi and all the other Democrats yelling at China and getting after them because we don't believe in doing anything at our borders, protecting our borders, or, or having anything. Hey, stop that. Everybody can do something about their borders but the United States. Don't you know the narrative, friend? Oh, oh yeah, I forgot, yeah. <laughs> it, you're right, Richard, and that's the whole point about this, is what on earth is going on here? You know, you got literally white people being murdered and property stolen from them in Africa. We bring it up, and they say, you're just a, a supremacist, a racist. But I don't want white genocide in Africa either. And then now you've got basically border crossers being detained or people who are even suspected of involved in a border crossing kind of a ring or whatever. In the United States, if we bring it up, they say Donald's just uh, Donald's drinking crazy juice. Donald's psychotic. Donald doesn't know. Donald um, Donald is just accusing everybody of rape and hate. I mean, he's just a hatred, racist. Guy. The disconnect is startling, Sheriff. Well, it's startling and just more Washington, D.C. hypocrisy. But I still want to see what China thinks they're going to be doing with that. That's well, we're going to talk about it, but I want to know where the Donald is. 
Yeah. Okay, he's MIA on this, and you know he needs to help with the, us with the Innocence in Prison Project, not only for the folks in China, but what about the folks in the U.S.? They seem to be forgotten as well. Not by us. Never. Hey, listen up. This is a deep state alert. Former Texas Congressman Steve Stockman, who moved to arrest Lois Lerner for contempt of Congress, has been imprisoned by the very office that Lerner led. You heard right. Stockman hit the Obama administration hard, and they hit back with the full force of the federal government. The guy who said he wanted Mark Levin as Speaker of the House was the first to threaten Obama's impeachment, exposed Hillary's selling steel to the Iranians, and blocked both Obama's immigration and gun bills from even reaching the House. But Obama holdovers came after him in federal court with trumped-up charges and have locked our guy up. Like many others, he was on Obama's hit list. Steve fought for us in Congress. Now we need to fight for him. Don't abandon this wounded hero on the battlefield. Let's help cover his massive legal costs. To chip in five bucks or more, text the word FIGHT to 444-999. That's FIGHT, F-I-G-H-T, to 444-999. Or go to DefendAPatriot.com. That's DefendAPatriot.com. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married and have some kids. Problem with the news is you can't even tell what the truth is. Are these two individuals that are American citizens held in the communist nation of China truly organizing and involved in a border crossing ring? How does that work in China when, you know, you got all kinds of people involved in border crossings in America and you're not even allowed to bring up that it's a problem, much less do anything about it. Well, these two folks are tossed in the clink, and the families are saying it's totally bogus. And, and uh, you know, what do you say about it, Kurt? Well, um, you know, uh, it was mentioned earlier about innocence in prison. And we, you know, I wish that we could say that uh, this kind of thing doesn't happen here in America. Uh, and yet... Um, that's the key reason that it's, uh, I think, important for us to continue the battle for, like Steve Stockman and so many others, uh, because of how these things affect the world, uh, even, you know, in communist China. Uh, do we really know in this story about these, uh, you know, English teachers, you know, what what the truth is uh you know i mean i saw a, a little blip of, of it on yahoo news but but here's my um, question kurt it, yes sir before you get to the news piece just i just want to understand this even if they are involved over there under the guise of teaching english and they're really ordering uh, they're really involved in a <clears throat> i don't know what you say border crossing ring right 
Um, is it arrest them and keep them in China, or is it just send them home with a shame and use the public global blogosphere, if you will, or the news cycle to shame them? Shame, shame, shame. Uh, what I'm saying is, is that, I mean, what would happen if these people were helping a people cross the border on our border? What would happen? In my opinion, they'd be like rock star status testifying before the U.N. or for Congress that get like a medal of peacekeeping or whatever. And the Nobel Peace Prize. I mean, I don't know, but I'm just saying even if they're guilty of that, is that a big crime or not? Because if it's not, then let them go. If it is, then let's discuss it. But it is the same crime in one country as it is in another country, maybe not by law, but by fact or by by moral high ground, if you will. And so I want to make sure that regardless of the laws between the two different countries, that we hold both sides of the aisle if we're going to you know, do the left right divide. But I'd rather say I'd rather have a discussion in America amongst Americans, bringing all sides of the issue to the table and truly vet this. Is it a crime or not? And if it's a crime, to what magnitude? What should be done about it? How should we frame our laws to prevent it uh, and protect America or protect China or any other country? Uh, where, you know, where would this all fall out? And I think the broader discussion and the lack of attention to it in the media is the key. With that in mind, your article. Well, I wasn't really going to go to the whole article. I just wanted to mention the fact that, uh, you know, uh, the... Uh, this is a part of the picture, um, you know, and then when you talk about this whole border, uh, this whole border thing, uh, like with the president mentioning this about uh, the Kurds and this withdrawal from Syria or, you know, wherever it was exactly. And, you know, and you got the Turkish thing and all that put together, you know, he pointed out once again very well that hey, we, we go and do this stuff all around the world and we don't even defend our own borders. Um, you know, I think that's um, another key part to this picture. I couldn't agree more. It's a critical part, and that's the reason for the discussion. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't want to just leave these American citizens, quote, behind enemy lines, if you will. Um, I would like to use President Donald Trump to negotiate for their release. Uh, you know, we could do it for what, Bergdahl? Is that that guy's name? Uh, by the Barack Hussein administration, then the least we could do is, you know, so I want, I want to know what, what's going to be done about this. I want to take care of people that are American citizens outside of our country to the best we can through diplomatic relations, et cetera, et cetera. But I also want to deal with people in our own country who seem to be political prisoners uh, where we can't get to the truth. The way you get to the truth on those things, to know what really happened and didn't and what's fact and what's fiction, is you do this thing called due process, Sheriff. China doesn't believe in that. Well, of course they don't. Uh, <laughs> but I'm still surprised that, as you alluded to earlier, that the president isn't using this as a political heyday. Uh, I mean, this he, he could go after the Democrats for their silence. He could go after the U.N. Uh, for not getting involved in this. He could go after Barack Obama. I thought you were Mr. Uh, magnanimous you know i thought you're trying to take care of people and that you were against injustice and why aren't you uh trying to uh put your views uh onto china mr uh, obama why aren't you doing something about this injustice and and uh, aren't you the one that said that uh, uh leading the charge on uh, uh that the, there's no problem at the border and and 
Come on. And and he could be going after. Well, and he could even have a heyday with China and say, this is why we can't trade with these thugs. Because you know what? I mean, they're not even generally dealing with fair human rights. If you don't like what these guys did, deport them. Fine. Whoa, deporting is a good idea, isn't it? See, well, sure. this is a heyday for the Donald, but it's just missing in action. Well, that's exactly what I was uh, uh, trying to point out. And, and uh, why he would be silent on this. Uh, maybe he's trying to figure out a strategy, but it doesn't usually take him too long to figure out strategies, especially politically. And uh, I mean, if if he if he can if he can tell the world that uh, Biden, uh, as vice president, was too busy kissing his boss's rear end, uh, you know, uh, he can certainly come out against China right here. But maybe he's also very concerned about. Uh, the recent agreement that he's coming up with China, so he's trying to lay low so that he doesn't hurt the um, New Deal on the uh, trade with China situation. So So here's what Donald says in one of his latest tweets. Are you ready? Yeah. Democrats are now the party of high taxes, high crime, open borders, late-term abortions, Socialism and blatant corruption. Now, if that's Can't true, Sheriff, any of that. if that's true, which I agree that it is, yeah. here's my only problem with it. When are we going to start taking action to stop it instead of just babbling about it? Yeah, good point. Yeah, I, You know, it, it, he said he was going to drain the swamp. All, he, all that is is uh, telling everybody that the swamp's still there. Yes, and he was supposed to drain it. Yeah. So what? And, and I'm not here to attack President Trump. I realize the swamp's deep. But what I'm yeah. saying is, if they're really criminals, like you say, when are we going to arrest criminals? Okay, somebody's got to arrest criminals. Right. Okay. Like or dislike China, they believe these people to be criminals if that's genuine, and they arrested them. Okay. Yeah. But are we arresting anybody here? No, we're not. Uh, we're still why not? We're still reelecting them. Uh, they're busy playing politics and running for reelection and raising money. Okay, so here's Donald went on. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Democrats are the party of all these problems, right? Blatant corruption is how it ends. Yeah. The Republican Party is the party of the American worker, the American family, and the American dream, Sheriff. Donald. Now, I don't mean to be rude, but I'm going to get in Donald's face about this. That's completely bogus, sir. Okay? If you believe the Democratic Party is your enemy and the Republican Party is your friend, and you believe in that left-right dishonest paradigm that we've fallen for for years, all we got to do is get good Republicans in to stop the Dems. The Dems all we got to do is get good Dems in to stop the R's. And, and you believe in this lie then he'll never drain the swamp. It just proves how ignorant the president really is. And I'm not trying to be offensive, but I am making a serious point here. That narrative is the lie that prevents us from solving the problems in America. Well, if you look at it historically, uh, you know absolutely what you're saying is true. uh, Because we've had plenty of times where the Republicans had chances to uh, stop all the horrible things going on in our country. Within the last year, We've, the Republicans have had a chance to really make a change on abortion. Because let me ask you a question. They, Are Republicans uh, the party of high taxes? Yes. High crime? Mm, 
probably. Open borders? Oh, absolutely. Late-term abortion? Uh, yes, I'm afraid so. How about socialism? Oh, absolutely. How about blatant corruption? Absolutely. All right. Now, are the Democrats the party of the American worker? Uh, no. Are the Republicans? Uh, no. The American family? No. Republicans? No. Democrats? Uh, the only difference between the Republicans... The American dream? Well, on that one about religion, <laughs> Democrats boo God at their national convention, and Republicans say uh, they cheer God. Some of them. But neither one of them pay attention to All right. The good sheriff with us. So on this China thing, I think it's a shame, and I think Donald needs to take the lead to free them. I wish we could do something about it. I just feel like my hands are tied. I can't even get American prisoners freed, much less the ones in China. Exactly. Let's finish on that really quick, then we'll move along to other news. So to the listener, that's the breakdown on the China story. I think it's an absolute shame. I think Donald and, and the American people need to stand up, but I don't know who can do it. We'll talk about it. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. President Trump saying he's demonstrated what he calls tough love over Syria to get Turkey to agree to a temporary ceasefire, which Turkey is calling a mere pause in the fighting. At a campaign rally in Dallas last night, the president said he had to let Turkey and Syrian Kurdish forces fight for a few days in order to make that deal that was announced late yesterday. Turkey agreeing to a five-day halt to its campaign against those Kurdish forces to give them a chance to get out of the region if they choose to. On strike for over a month now, GM workers are to vote on a tentative deal with the automaker this weekend. History made in space today. The spacewalk today did begin officially at 6.38 a.m. Central Time. The first all-female spacewalk with astronauts Christina Cook and Jessica Meir continuing. And this is USA Radio News. So there's this guy named Jordan, and he's a healthy guy. He's a dad of six, and he works as a guide in Alaska. But then he goes to the doctor, and he's diagnosed with cancer, stage four. And here's the thing. He had switched from medical insurance to MediShare, which is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry. So the question for Jordan and his wife Jenny was, is this really going to work? Our medical bills exceeded $160,000. MediShare members shared all our bills. And it was about more than just the money, too. This is a real community. MediShare is, is a family, a group of people that stick with you through the hardest times of your life. I just don't know how I could have done it without MediShare. It's so worth looking into. There's a reason this is growing so fast. If you want to find out more, here's a number for you. Eight 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. President Trump speaking to a friendly crowd in the Lone Star State last night at a campaign rally talking about the Democratic leaders on Capitol Hill, including House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. That crazy Nancy, she is crazy. And shifty shift. How about this guy? How about this guy? The president referring to his phone call with the Ukrainian president back in July and referencing Democratic Congressman Adam Schiff. 
He makes up my conversation, which was perfect. He makes up my conversation. Powers again being shut off to parts of California, this time Southern California, because of high winds and fire danger. Southern California Edison has killed the power to only a few customers in Kern County for now, but more than 22,000 customers are on the under-consideration list to have their power shut off today. And this is USA Radio News. All right, so I'm grateful for the listener that brought up this story about two prisoners in China. Uh, the family's saying it's bogus. China's saying, hey, man, they're helping people cross the border. you got to stop that. They claim that's bogus. We're there to teach English and nothing more. I don't know the truth. I just know they're arrested and behind bars, and we need to free them. I know that because I believe they're innocent uh, until proven guilty. Okay? And that's the salient point here. And I don't know if they're guilty or not. I don't even know the facts in the case. There's no due process that I see. I don't have any way to get a handle on it. I don't know the truth. However, if I'm going to side with anybody, I'm going to side with the family, not with any government. I'll tell you that right now. So we need to assume innocence. And that was the founding fathers stand. They're going to assume innocence until proven guilt. They really wanted to be very careful. They'd rather have a, a, a bad guy get, go free than a good guy go to jail. Okay, so this is critical to understand. And so I care. I want to do everything I can about this. But I can't even get people free in America uh, that legitimately need to be freed, much less um, deal with the people that are in the communist nation, uh, our most favored nation trading partner, Sheriff. Well, yeah, no kidding. And uh, what's scary is that uh, the government has a complete different system of justice over there, and it's a communist country, and, uh, you know, the dictator rules, and uh, these people could be in there for months or even years uh, before they are even given a trial, if if it's even deemed as uh, a trial as we perceive it. So, yeah, uh, they could be in real trouble. And this might be a uh, uh, a political problem for the president, but uh, you would think he would be using it uh, for political heyday. And uh, uh, so I'm still kind of surprised that he's uh, not moving on this. But you, you, uh, right before the break, you were correct, absolutely correct. We put people in prison here that are innocent of crimes uh, who are not a threat to anyone. And, and that still bothers me with a lot of the charges that we do in our country. I and mean, I was part of that system for 20 years. And, uh, you know, for, for instance, like, uh, I believe his name was Richard Harris. He was homosexual that was on uh, Survivor. Uh, I believe it was Survivor. And he won, and he got a million dollars, and then he got in trouble with the IRS not paying. The, and he went to prison for four years. And, and see, stuff like that, that puts people in prison that have hurt no one. Making uh, a clerical error, or even if you do it intentionally trying to keep your money, you know, this whole thing about us uh, in this country being able to enjoy and control the fruit of our own labors, but the government owns it, and the government determines how much you get of your own stuff. And, And that whole thing, and if you don't go along and don't do it right, then you go to prison. Hey, man, the Republicans, just so you know there, Sheriff. Yeah. They're the part of the American worker, buddy. They steal you you blind just as much as the Democrats do. Now, here's the other interesting twist about this. 
I mean, who who in this country? Let me let me just say this though. Uh, at least it all depends on what flavor of Republican you're talking about. I know. You know, uh, to make this point. I don't know what that. Well, means. it's it's Donald very Trump. important, Sam. Hold but, on. You know, you okay? Go Donald ahead, Sam. Trump doesn't talk about flavors. If he did, your point would be right, Kurt. But he puts them all in the same flavor. They're all vanilla Republicans, according to the Donald, and that's the problem, Kurt. Go ahead. I don't think I have anything else to add. It's okay, Sam. Go ahead. Okay, so Kurt's saying there's different flavors, Sheriff. Yeah, there probably are, but uh, you know, uh, but we've dealt with the different flavors for a long time, and Rand Paul and Ron Paul, and and yet um, I I really like what Rand Paul said recently about getting out of uh, withdrawing the troops from Syria. All right, that was one of my next stories, so let me just give you the headline. Ron Paul wants the United States to stop all arms sales to Turkey over the country's offensive in northern Syria. Yeah. No arms of any kind for the time being. And so I, I wish that would be the case all around the world, not just, you know, for the time being and not just in Turkey, but the point's spot on. And this is, to Kurt's point, the difference in Republican leaders. I agree with Kurt that there's different flavors, but the problem is as long as you continue to pretend they're all vanilla at the highest levels, you and I can try to highlight the differences in the Republicans all we want to, but the narrative is controlled at the top is the point. Well, the, yeah, the, but, but the bottom line is if you look at overall what the Republicans have done, and we even just, we're just discussing one uh, of allowing uh, innocent people in prison, well, Senator Rand Paul and his former uh, congressman dad uh, have done nothing about that and refuse to do nothing about it and don't even recognize that it's a problem. And uh, so when it comes down to the bottom line, uh, Republicans have allowed the IRS, and in fact not just allowed, but support the IRS in the heinous criminal activity that they've committed in this country for the last 75 yeah, years. Isn't the sheriff that just allowed Ken Cromar's house right here in my neighborhood to get stolen? Isn't he a Republican? Oh, yes. He's just the IRS flavor. Well, and, and it's the uh, mainstream political uh, brainwashing within our law enforcement ranks is that we don't have jurisdiction to stop those types of crimes. And and that's and that's absolute bull. We do. We have a responsibility to stand for justice and against injustice wherever it is, even if it comes from the government under the color of law. Well, especially those criminals. If we're, we're never that just go back goes back to the Trump thing. We're never going to drain the swamp if we don't drain the swamp everywhere it exists. And Amen. Where, where on earth? Would you really want to drain the swamp if you're not draining the swamp of people who are innocent going to prison? <laughs> Amen. So what flavor are Republicans on the IRS, Kurt? I think Rand Paul and Ron Paul, both staunch Republicans, they would shut down the IRS given the chance. Good point. I, that's the reason that I promote the idea of just eliminating the whole party system completely, uh, you know, following what uh, George Washington suggested, that we Amen. eliminate the spirit of party and, uh, you know, we just call ourselves Americans and then you got to go from there. Yeah, and the problem with the flavor discussion, I think it points out the truth that there's a ton of factions in the Republican Party. I think you're spot on on that comment. 
My point primarily is at the end of the day, the different flavors, we can't vote for the right flavor in the Republican Party um, because we don't have enough clout. The right flavor of the Republican Party that I would stand for, that would be the platform. That would be those who want to obey the principles of the founding fathers, the Ron Pauls, the the Rand Pauls, the, you know, a lot of those guys. Um, the problem is they're just, you know, worse than what redheaded stepchild in the party. Can I, can I say that? Is that I'm, I'm hesitating because I'm a little scared now. Maybe I just ruined my whole career. But aren't they kind of the redheaded stepchild of the Republican Party there, Sheriff? Are you racist against, um, or are you prejudiced? I don't know if it's racist, but are you prejudiced against redhead? No, I did. Well, isn't red the Democratic Party? Uh, or is that blue? No, uh, Republicans are red. I always thought that that should be the other way around because yeah, red communists red, and red, red Republicans, communist color and socialist. There you go. So the red-headed stepchild. Well, they're you know, what's the deal with that if the party's red and if the folks obey the platform they're the flavor that you and i would back for office as kurt wisely points out how come they don't have any clout how come the whole party goes against them at every turn and they don't even call rand paul a republican every chance they get they say the libertarian leaning right the libertarian leaning the libertarian the liber and they, they don't even admit that he's a republican nevertheless he got elected on that fact as a Republican, etc. So Kurt's point about flavors is important to understand because it really highlights who's doing what. But at the end of the day, the Ronald Reagans, the Donald Trumps, they say, hey, Democrats are the party of the bad guys. Republicans are the party of the good guys. Kurt's going, which flavor? And I'm going, I don't know. I just know they're all together running us off the rails. That's all I know. Yeah, it's all part. It's all part of the. Uh, uh, agenda and it's all part of the party platform uh to get to get reelected. it's a, it's not standing for principle even though their their party platform in writing is a pretty decent one looks really good but uh, but it's really us against them sheriff and i'll prove it to you headline says this twitter keeps trump's account open as his tweets draw fire that's the headline, okay? And the rest of the story says this. Twitter said that it would continue um, to be lenient with world leaders who appear to violate its policies against violent speech because the company believed preserving those tweets serves the public interest. So Donald and world leaders have their accounts open on Twitter. They can say the same thing Sam might say. But if Sam says it, he's kicked off because he violates the policies. If these government bureaucrats or leaders say it, Republican or Democrat, well, they're allowed to stay there because the public interest warrants it, even if it crosses the line of violence and even if it violates Twitter's internal policies. Donald can say the same thing Sam says. Sam gets kicked off. Donald gets preserved. Why? Because the public interest is at stake. When we get back to that, I'm just telling you, that's shocking. Two classes of people, ladies and gentlemen. And the us versus them mentality has never been highlighted more. I don't like it like that. But how else can you slice it up? The only way I can have my tweets not censored is if I become a world leader. Maybe I ought to rep- run on the Democratic ticket. Oh, no, they're the bad guys. I can't do that. I got to go red. Have we realized the assault against our lives, our liberties, our faith to defeat this assault? Christians and all people of goodwill should have strategies to prevail in our faith and principles, which are simple. 
No need for a complex formula. One goal, one aim. A strategy like the heroic Christians of the past. We win, they lose. Nothing less. Big Q, Little Q. The Calm Before the Storm by a friend of Megagoria. The strategy of heaven revealed. Big Q, Little Q. The Calm Before the Storm. Available on Amazon.com or by calling Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues that affect the American West, its people, lifestyles, lands, and wildlife. The Loving Liberty Radio Network is proud to support the publisher's efforts to provide an active forum for solutions that preserve the vanishing American cowboy, farmer, and sheep herder. Each issue contains informative articles on life in the American West, along with breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of the cowboy spirit in our day. Each issue of Range Magazine also features great gift ideas, like the 2020 Real Buckaroo Calendar and the book Tales from Out There. Order online from Range magazine.com just click on the shopping cart the loving liberty radio network salutes the spirit of the american west and those who are keeping it alive at range magazine all right back with you live ladies and gentlemen so there you go if Donald tweets something, it might be hate speech. It might be violent. Now, I don't believe in hate speech, but nevertheless, here's the narrative. Then Donald's fine because it's in the public interest, Sheriff. If you or I do it, though, hey, curtains, buddy. No, I, I, you know, I, as much criticism as Donald gets every time he tweets or opens his mouth, I don't, I don't know if I agree with that. Uh, he gets blasted for everything. Yeah, but they don't close his Twitter account, so they'll close yours. Well, you know, well, yeah, we're just talking about Twitter, of course, yeah. Twitter and Facebook are are just government pawns, and uh, I, I, you know, I, I'm telling you right now, I hate both of them, and I use both of them very rarely. I, I hardly ever use Twitter, uh, and I do have a Facebook account, and everybody says, "Oh, you got to be on Facebook." Oh, you gotta be on I'm telling everybody else, you got to get off Facebook, okay? Uh, I don't. I don't know what the big deal is about Facebook. I can take care of everything I want on an email, and I even question that sometimes. But uh, the people in this country have given far too much credit uh, to Facebook, and uh, we continue to do so. And uh, uh, it's it's nothing but a liberal socialist that's in, that owns it. Uh, he's become a multi-billionaire because of it. And uh, I don't want I don't want to support him, and I don't want to do his product. All right, do you want to add to this, Kurt? I'm saying, man, this is really interesting. When Twitter admits blatantly, hey, global leaders have special privilege at the trough of a, they can cross the line into violence and speech, and no problem um, because it's in the public interest. But if you or I do it, curtains. I got a problem with that whole narrative because this isn't Republican versus Democrat. This is the the common man. The flyover country that free speech violated, but on the altar of this idea that these leaders have global, I don't know what word to use, preference? 
What do you well, uh, I will say this: uh, that um, when when I see uh, you know this uh, this deal with Twitter and the president, uh, like you say, if you said the same things, then you'd be banned. But the president wouldn't, uh, and that just goes to this same old thing that we've talked about forever. If Hillary does uh, certain things, then uh, she's fine. Uh, you know, it's it's okay, slap on the wrist or not even that. But if uh, you and I, you know, don't stop completely at a stop sign. Hey, you know, we got troubles. Um, you know, <laughs> it's just that's the way it is. It's the way it is. But guys like me don't have to take it sitting down. I have to highlight the criminal activity the best I can and tell the tale of freedom, because I think this is a beginning of the end of free speech in America for the average American. Look, they're going to continue to be lenient with world leaders who appear to violate their policies because, hey, it's in the public interest. Wow. Rand Paul doing a good job wanting arms sales stopped, but nobody giving him traction on that. I will. He's right as rain uh, on that. But now blue-collar workers enjoy highest wage growth in Trump economy. Kurt, first. Well, it's another uh, sign, um, you know, and speaking of signs, all you got to do is drive around and see all the hiring signs. Um you know, it's as Bill Clinton taught us years ago, um, it's the economy, stupid. And, uh, you know, you've got more and more people needing more and more workers. And, uh, the, you know, no real talk about the minimum wage because, hey, the the wages are much higher than the minimum wage. Uh, if you're going to get anybody uh, worth your while to work for you, and we see that more and more. The economy's booming, Sam. And imagine if, imagine if we really took off the gloves of the economy. You know, got rid of the income tax system, the bogus IRS, and all that, and uh, you know, returned. You know, made America great again. Put the uh, system that worked before when we didn't have any debt with the tariffs and the uh, uh, apportionment taxes. Uh, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, I mean. You could see this thing do such amazing things. Uh, honest money would be returned. There's just so many good things that could be done above and beyond what's been done. And yet, look where we are. Uh, what if? You could only wish, huh, Sheriff? Yeah, no kidding. But, uh, you know, it, it, the question really just comes about the labor, you know, wages going up, jobs being out there uh, as high as they've ever been in the history of our country, unemployment as low as it's ever been. Uh, in fact, it, it technically can't get any lower than what it is. That's where the, it's right now where it always is, even with right now, like Kurt pointed out, there's jobs and jobs and jobs out there. Uh, this is just where it will be, just from the natural percentage of people looking for jobs. Uh, but it's it's you know, it could maybe go down a couple of tenths more, but it's, this is it. And uh, in the econ classes I took, it, that's basically it. Uh, you don't, you will never have a zero percent uh, unemployment. But the the bottom line on all that just goes right back to the Democrat strategy of trying to destroy Trump's uh, political prowess because they know they can't beat somebody in an economy that's this strong. So all of this is and the Republicans are too, though, and that's my problem with the Republicans. They're undermining Trump, really, in oh, yeah. some ways, worse than the Democrats. At least the Democrats are doing it openly. The Republicans are doing it in secret, right? 
Well, I mean, if you talk about secret, uh, you know, the, the Democrats want this whole thing done with the whistleblower uh, behind closed doors and, oh, they're fearful for his safety and uh, all this other bull. Uh, you know, Trump's here, sitting here going, he wants to expose the whole thing. He wants it out in the open. He wants transparency. And then, of course, the Democrats, well, we got to protect his identity because he's, he's, getting, he's getting death threats already and they don't even know who it is. No, it, it's so bogus, Sam. It just totally frustrates me uh, and makes me laugh. And I just keep going back to the Declaration of Independence. When any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people, it is their duty to throw off such government and establish new guards. Sam, how do we do that? Because that's what we should be doing. Uh, the, the Democrats and Republicans have proved they are completely corrupt, completely uh, Well, that's true. But and you know what? I think the problem is to a great degree the media. It's not even so much the Republicans and Democrats per se. Patrick J. Buchanan asks an interesting what if question, Kurt. Well, you know, his uh he's just kind of wondering about the whole Middle East thing. I'm just trying to find the one where the headline about, says, uh, What if media did their job? And asking Biden questions. Mm, and I think it's a fair point. point. But again, the media covers it up, and so the narrative goes against Donald. Now, the Republicans aren't trying to stop that. They're not saying, let's drill in and media, we demand you. You know, what if 225 Republicans got together and said, we demand the media talk to Biden about real questions here? Nobody in the Republican Party is doing that. There might be one or two that's speaking out going, hey, this is wrong. But I don't see a, a uh, you know, grandstand for saying media cover Biden as honestly and as openly or whatever. Um is you need to. I don't, I don't see any of that. And so Patrick J. Buchanan, what is he, a Republican, Kurt? Well, I know that he uh, ran as a Republican, but yes, then so he also ran on the Reform Party. What did he uh, run on last? The way I remember it. Uh, the last one, I well, think, it was a Reform Party. Okay, but the Reform Party doesn't exist anymore, does it? Well, he was reformed right out of existence, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know if he's a Republican, but he's as close to a Republican as you get. And see, that's the flavor that I support. Kurt's spot on on that. But see, here's the point. You got Rand Paul trying to not sell arms to the thugs. You got Patrick J. Buchanan saying, hey, we've got to ask open, honest questions about Joe Biden. And the Republican, I don't know what flavor it is, but the narrative for the masses in the Republican Party is to flat out ignore both of them. Yeah. Well, you know, right? um, yeah, and I guess even the staunch Republicans, as we've pointed out, still play politics, and uh, it's kind of sad. And Amen to that. But I got good news for you guys. You guys are going to love this next story. Oh, it's tremendous. Wait. It's phenomenal. I'm just telling you right now, freedom is on the march. Are you ready? Headline Manhattan, Kansas. Not Manhattan, but Manhattan, Kansas. Yeah. They're going to allow women to go topless now. Uh, and it's no problem. Everybody's all excited about it. They're going to have women going topless. There's a few restrictions, though. Property owners and businesses will still, you know, say no shirt, no shoes, no service kind of an idea. But, hey, women can go topless in that place now, guys. Yeah, I mean, you mean out in public walking around the Darn right. Well, they said they were worried about lawsuits, Sam. Um, and they so they have any to if women make are this change topless. in the code. Yeah. Well, yeah, that happened already in New York City. Women are allowed to walk around uh, topless in New York City because it's the same thing. It's what Kurt just pointed out. The lawsuit situation is the key there because you cannot arrest a woman 
because if the man was doing the same thing, so that has to be equal. You can't if you can't arrest a man for it, you can't arrest a woman for it. And so it, that that law is already in New York City. I don't. Can know. you arrest a tranny for it? Well, I'm going to go to Manhattan and see if I, it's going to be happening. You're going to roll down to Manhattan, Kansas? You mean a transmission, Sam? Huh? What? Sorry. Uh, a tranny. He was just talking about transmissions. Oh, you know, Kurt's talking uh, about you know, there's just but different I'm folks. I'm going to take my wife there and see if she wants to take advantage of that opportunity. Now, I'm sure she'll choose to um, <laughs> say negative, Sheriff. <laughs> Yeah. Negative, Sheriff. I don't, anyway, I'm just saying, what on earth is going on in the Republic, ladies and gentlemen? They're trying to increase tourism. Yes, they are. Well, the Europeans will feel right at home, won't they? Yeah, totally. And the rest of us will be chagrined to cover the eyes of the I children, Paris, right? I went to London. I never saw anything. And then when people ask questions in the, on the witness stand, people will get up there and they'll be like, how should I know? My eyes were closed, right? <laughs> But, hey, hey, Sam, real quickly, did you see uh-huh. the news uh, that there was a big, huge uh, shootout between the cartels and the military and the police? Uh, and the cartels won and got uh, El Chapo's son free. He was under arrest. In the, uh, yeah, I saw that down there in Mexico. Yes, sir. Man, that is – and I'm telling you, Sam, that's just another reason why. And it showed the states that Americans would yeah, – but the mainstream press isn't going to cover that because that proves the narrative on the border is serious. Exactly. We're not going to talk about that's that. That's the reason why I don't go to Mexico anymore. Hey, by the way, did you know that Southwest Airlines are going to put more honey on the honey peanuts? Oh, good grief. I'm going back to – Don Rice. Now you're even, talking about by some the way, big news. It's fake news, just so you know. It's not even true. Oh. They're not going to do that. They're going to have less honey on the next batch of peanuts just for you. Well, it's safe because babies, it's, you know, it is endangered. Right. People might need an EpiPen to deal with that deal in the first place. You know, come on. (laughs) All I'm telling you is the world has gone psycho topsy turvy, ladies and gentlemen. And I submit to you there's only one way back. That is to promote God, family, and country and protect life, liberty, and property. Do so using the supreme law of our land and the traditions of our founding fathers. We've got to stand, a valiant stand in the culture war, or we're going to lose. By the way, speaking of standing in the culture war, last week, the good sheriff, Sheriff Richard Mack, had an incredible event in Arizona. He's going to quickly tell us how it went. You've only got about 20 seconds, though. Well, Sam, it was the epitome of the CSPOA in action, and the New Mexico sheriffs that spoke were fantastic. It, everybody ought to order the video. It is the best we've had in a long, long time. I'm telling you, everybody was raving about it. The videos are up and available now. Buy it. Get a copy today. CSPOA.org. That's the Constitutional Sheriff's and Peace Officers Association website. Not only buy the DVD or buy the the video, um, but join. Become a member today, would you please? We will not rest while innocents are in prison, and we will educate to make sure we have constitutional sheriffs across this blessed land known as the United States of America. CSPOA.org Order the stream the the stream of the event, the video today. CSPOA.org Thank you, Sheriff. Godspeed. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. (laughs) 